Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday. The Packers back on the practice field this afternoon. Some good news along the offensive line with uh, both John Runyon and Yash Nyman returning to practice, albeit in a limited capacity, but they were out there. And uh, Jair Alexander and Quay Walker still not practicing, which doesn't suggest great things for their availability on Sunday in Pittsburgh. We shall see what tomorrow brings and uh, obviously over the weekend. As Matt likes to say, they'll give them right up to kickoff, but I'd be surprised if either Walker or Alexander go against the Raiders, against the Raiders, against the Steelers, one of those AFC teams. Um, what is nice, even with Walker not being in there, is how well Isaiah McDuffie has played, so you feel decent about that. At cornerback, hoo-hoo, baby. Uh, it was great to see Carrington Valentine get after it against the Rams, but without Jair Alexander out there, that secondary gets real young real quick. So we'll see. We'll see what, what happens. And that's on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, like I said, great to see uh, the offensive line getting healthier towards this game where the offense, obviously, we all know, we we watched the game where they finally <laughs> scored some points in the first half. Uh Probably would have scored a bunch more had it not been for some phantom offsides calls against John Runyon. And uh, clearly the two fumbles at the start of the second half derailed their offensive production in a big way. But man, there were some really, really nice things they put on tape against the Rams that they can build off of. And I'm not just talking like, oh, look, um, there's these super complicated plays that they made work. And it's not even that. It's the simple stuff that we saw them basically short circuit on through four weeks in that losing streak that hopefully is behind them. Uh, things f as easy as catching the football, which is clearly something they didn't do against the Vikings and did do against the Rams, to picking up stunts and blitzes and pressures from the Rams. Aaron Donald gets a lot of attention, but it's not like he was the only guy out there or the only thing being thrown at them. I thought everyone uh, from uh, – whether it was the starters with Yash and Runyon to the guys who had to come in and Walker and uh, Sean Ryan, everyone up front did a very, very good job with whatever the Rams threw at them. And that wasn't the case for like the past month or so prior to that game. So hopefully this shows some forward progress, some forward momentum, if you will and a group that is starting to learn to work together. Rashid Walker in particular, I think, deserves a shout-out because I know it's tough, man. You get benched, and the whole world is looking at you like, man, you, you've played some, some – there have been some rough reps for Walker out there uh, over the course of the past you know month or so. But I thought he came in, and he acquitted himself pretty well. And I do think with Yash coming back to practice today, there's a good chance he's back out there against the Steelers. But it was great to see Walker – really kind of almost hit the ground running. There's a play in particular where uh, the throwback screen to Aaron Jones on a third, and I think it was it was third and long, and Walker gets out in front on a linebacker and just completely erases him and allows Aaron Jones to work up and get the first down. That's an athletic play. And that's really, um, I think, kind of undersold as far as his ability, his movement, his athleticism. It was great to see. Hopefully, you know, that's something you can build on, that whole performance. Because like I said, after Yash went out, it's not like they had to, like, completely alter their offense. 
they kept doing what they were doing, and they were effective, and they scored points and moved the ball. They're going to need continue, obviously, uh, on the road. It's one thing to do it at home with favorable conditions, but on the road, it's going to be loud. It's going to be tough. Those tackles are going to be looking in at the football. They got some really serious edge rushers there in Pittsburgh. It's a whole new challenge, but definitely a lot to build on if you're the Green Bay Packers on offense. Hello to everybody in the comment section. So good to see everybody. Hope you're all doing well. Carney starting us off with, Love will not have time to stand in the pocket this week. Quick release pocket presence, accuracy, need it bad. Very much agreed. I would encourage you to go back and watch the second half of the game against the Rams. There were plenty of plays where he hits the top of his drop and he knows where he needs to go with the football and he gets it out of his hand in rhythm. More often than not, because you know Aaron Donald, that defensive front, they were getting home. They were getting through at times. And, you know, a big, big part of pass protection is the quarterback and getting the ball out of his hands, knowing where to go with it. Um, I agree with you. He will not have time, especially on obvious passing downs. He's got to get the ball out of his hands. And some of that is somewhat incumbent upon Lafleur to have that as part of the game plan. But at certain points, you're going to get in third and longs, and you're going to have to wait for things to develop and He's going to have to know where to go with it. He's going to have to see the rotation like that and know, okay, that's not going to be there. i got to get it to my check down. That's something where I think overall he needs to improve on. You know, being able to recognize, okay, this coverage is not you – know, what we have called up is not going to work. I just got to get it out of my hand. I very much agreed against the Steelers team. That is going to be paramount, no question about it. Complicated fellow, what's up, man? Nags, did you read the article about Kurt Warner's assessment of Jordan Love? Very insightful. Talked about Love and his footwork and not being in a throwing position fast enough. I did. I saw Kurt's breakdown on video. Um, and, yeah, his breakdown, J.T. O'Sullivan's breakdown, I thought they both did a very good job of pointing out things where, yes, there's still a whole lot to work on. But both of them also pointed out some things that Jordan has done well and did well in that game. Uh, I think the second half of that Rams game is the cleanest that Jordan has played so far this season. Now, it helps when everyone around you is doing their job too. You know, when the offensive line is working, when guys are catching the football. I mean, yes, Jordan still progressing, still things to work on. And again, the footwork that will come, timing that will come, the more he plays. This is what we talked about all summer. This is the stuff that he is learning now. He will build on and hopefully continues to grow, continues to develop in that regard. Very much agreed. Uh, Roberto, thanks for the super chat. McDuffie looks like a starter for the future. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. He looks active. He looks sideline to sideline. I don't know. I don't know about sideline um, starter material, but he absolutely has shown that things won't fall apart when he's out there. You know, and he has uh, improved. There's the other thing. Like, he has come in in the past. He came in last year when both Devondre Campbell and then Quay Walker were hurt or, you know, thrown out of the game, uh, and he played well. But there were certainly moments where you could tell he was out of position or he missed tackles. That hasn't happened this year. I think that's a noticeable jump that he's taken as far as when he's out there, you can absolutely count on him. Very assignment sure, very sound tackler. And he seems to like know the defense much better now and is very instinctual as far as he trusts what he sees and he's going after it. That's, that's been the biggest jump for him as far as I can tell, and I, you love, you absolutely love to see it. 
Just have Musgrave block T.J. Watt. Okay, Brandy. No. 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 I'm going to go with no. Jesus, or Jesus, says T.J. Watt going to tear up the O-line all by himself. I mean, it's possible, but I got to suspect that, you know, there will be ample attention paid to him. Of course, because of that, there will be other opportunities for guys up front with Pittsburgh. I would just point back to uh, the week four game in Lambeau a couple years ago. They did a really good job of neutralizing T.J. Watt. Now, some of that was on Rodgers' release, but also the stuff they did up front, they did a really nice job. And that was, a that was I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, that was Yash Nyman's second start. He had started that week three game in San Francisco, and then week four he started against Pittsburgh, and they did a really good job against TJ. Now, that was in Lambeau, like I was saying before, when you're a tackle, especially a young tackle, your head's having to go in to look at the football. Like, it's a whole other world, and TJ can use that to his advantage. But I will say the Packers have shown that they have a decent plan when it comes to trying to limit his capabilities. But being in Pittsburgh changes some of that, no question about it. Johnny Rivers, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. If Love's deep ball is what it is, how much does it lower his ceiling? Chad Pennington was more accurate but had success with his noodle. Thoughts? Uh, he's played, what, seven games, eight games? Um, go back and watch, say, I mean, Josh Allen's deep ball, his rookie year. Wasn't exactly on point. Certainly wasn't what it is now. Or, hell, go back and watch Aaron Rodgers' deep ball. Any number of beginnings of the seasons. Just what it is now doesn't portend what it's going always going to be. And I know you're saying what it, if this is forever what it is. I don't buy that for a second. But we'll see. Does that limit his ceiling? Yeah, somewhat, but you know, it's you can still win Super Bowls with guys who can't hit deep balls with, you know, regularity. That's not the be all end all, especially in this today's NFL where there's so much too high safety and they're limiting all those explosive plays. I mean, those plays are down throughout the league historically this season. Scoring is down. Big plays are down because of the style of defense. That, if anything, lends itself to a quarterback who maybe not you know be as consistently accurate on those deep throws. But again, he's just starting, man. It's not even been a full season. I, I don't I don't think it means that much. Um, Callum, do I think some of this talent is overrated? I get this question a lot. Um, I assume you mean Packers talent, and I assume you mean on the offense. And I have no idea. It depends on who's doing the rating. I will only say they're still incredibly young. They're showing promise. They're showing forward movement and development. Let's let the season play out. If we're sitting here in late December, early January, and these guys are still looking like they have for the first half of the season, okay, then we can start talking about, oh, maybe these guys aren't quite as good as we thought, or maybe the talent level isn't quite as high as we suspected. But, man, I see a lot of talent. I see a lot of untapped talent. I see a lot of raw talent still on this Green Bay Packers offense. So a lot of ball game left in that regard. Ed, what's up, man? 15 first downs for Bart and 66 rushing yards by AJ for Nitschke. By Nitschke, AJ for Nitschke would be nice. Time to end the at pit streak. A lot going on there, Ed. 
I'm questioning whether that's English. Uh, yes, I understand what you're saying, though. Um, yes, I mean, Packers haven't won in Pittsburgh since 1970. Ray Nitschke played in that game, as did Bart Starr, as did Forrest Gregg. Played in that game. Insanity. Absolute insanity. Steven, what's up, man? Okay, we won last Sunday. If we win this Sunday, that's two in a row. And if we win next Sunday, that is called a winning streak. It has happened before. Steven? I like where your head's at. I like what your head is doing right there. Get the get the rest of these people there, man. Andrew, what's up? Hell, go watch Rogers deep ball last year. But, you know, that's a dude towards the end of his career. I think Johnny is talking about a guy at the beginning of his career. Maybe that is who he is. I understand that question. I understand, like, the idea of maybe this is just it, right? Um, Rogers clearly was able to hit the deep ball early in his career and even improved on it, you know. So I don't think the Rodgers thing is a true comparison. Uh, how many real-time game snaps should Matt commit to developing Emmanuel Wilson? Committing to developing him? Zero. Uh, they're not in the business of playing guys uh, – you know, in the course of in the flow of a game, because oh, we got to get we got to get his developmental snaps in there. Now, if he can help them and can develops while doing so, great. But he's earning these opportunities with whatever he's doing at practice, and then whatever he put on the game film Sunday against the Rams, which I thought looked pretty good, pretty good first step, so to speak. Um, but yeah, they're not, you know, making these decisions as far as like. Well, we got to make sure we get this guy X number of snaps to continue to develop him. Like, he's got to help them win games, help them move the sticks, score points. That's the brief. Brandy, Nags, maybe get Watson going early on easy plays. I hear what you're saying. Like, get him some shallow crossers, maybe, or something like in the flat, what have you. Yeah, I do wonder if, you know, it's a case of think players, not plays. You know, we see them do a lot of stuff and get a lot of different people involved. You saw Wicks get that first third down throw, right? But at the same time, all these other guys are talented. Like, I understand fans and people on the outside wanting to see more of Watson and get Watson more involved. I I get it. We saw everything he did last year, and you want more of it. But I don't think you have to, like, shape your game plan in a way where like oh we got to feed sterling sharp i mean he ain't sterling sharp i i think he's incredibly talented and he's a great chess piece to have um but some of it's on him you know so i i do i get what you're saying though like get him a few receptions early get him involved early to hopefully get him going i think it's not much different than jordan love like get him some quote-unquote easy completions Rick, did Ryan put enough on film to unseat Runyon? Million-dollar question right there, Rick. Um, I doubt it. In seven snaps, I would most of them run plays. I would tend to doubt it, but you never know. We'll see. Um, I suspect Runyon will be the starter on Sunday, but stranger shit has happened. <laughs> Brett, do you ever watch random Packers games on YouTube from years past? Do I? You just described my usual YouTube pastime. Man, I probably watch an old Packers game on YouTube once a week, at least. I mean, that's that's 
the under. Like, yes, all the time. I was watching a uh, a game from the 96 season, that um, game against the Rams the other day. Man, the halftime turnaround, baby. Save the season. I'm just kind of kidding. But I did. I watched it, and I watch games every week from all across the spectrum of, like, you know, early 2000s, early 80s, hell, back to the 60s. Sometimes I like to try and get that um, really old school shit with Don Hudson and, and, and squads. Um, yeah, man. At least once a week, though. Like, not that's not an exaggeration. Danny, what's up? Thanks for being a Care of the G Club member. Really appreciate it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Love is low on the list of the problems for this team. Wishing my fellow vets an early happy vets day. Danny, thank you for your service. Right back at you. Hope you're doing well. And, uh, yeah, love certainly down down the list as far as issues, problems, what have you. Now, that said, it is the most important position not only in the NFL but in all of sports. It is the most difficult to play, and you need every rep and every bit of you know development. Uh, every moment is a teachable moment. So you're going to get scrutinized. You're going to get high scrutiny. That's just part of the gig. And I think, you know, Jordan knows this. That's what he signed up for when he became a quarterback. It ain't no surprise. Angry Casual Fan, which, by the way, is such a great, great handle. I love it. Is it a surprise that Watson isn't used much on screens and sweeps? They they tried a little bit earlier in the season, and they weren't very successful. Now, some of that's execution. I think some of that's just poor design. But yeah, remember they they've tried a couple of times to get Watson on those, some of those perimeter screens. They tried to get him on the end around, which ended up losing like five yards or whatever a couple weeks ago. So I, I, there have been attempts. They just haven't been very successful. Um, so since then, I can't say it's that much of a surprise. I would suspect, and you know, I'm not a gambling man, but I would suspect give it a week or two, we'll probably see them try a few more. Um, new designs, new ways of getting him in space. Because I do think it makes a lot of sense, right? Get him in space. And we saw the touchdown against Chicago on the end of round last year, you know, things of that nature. Um, we will undoubtedly see them try to do a few more of those things. I just think because they did it a few times early in the, earlier in the season, teams are probably looking for it, game planning for it, trying keying on it. So now you're trying to get away from it for a bit, make teams – kind of forget about it because look most teams when they're advanced scouting they go through the last four games of a team right so if you're an opponent if you're Pittsburgh you're going back last four games those plays are in those four games but you go a few more games out those plays aren't on those four games that teams are usually going back and looking at so like I said yeah I would suspect they'll get back to a few of those looks a couple weeks in because it makes a world of sense he's got tons of athleticism he's got untapped explosiveness got to get him the football any way you can very much agreed there um matt thinks the deep balls from jordan will improve once he relaxes and isn't overthinking i mean i said the same exact thing a couple hours before matt did when i was on carry the g radio uh, i 100 percent agree i think there's zero doubt you look at some of the ways that they've you know tried to or the, the messaging around, because you remember this summer, there was some chatter about it, and there were all these, well, he's got to do that, and he's got to do this, and et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, just 
get the top of your drop, and if the guy's there, let it rip. I just think, yeah, I agree with Matt. I think he's just kind of maybe overthinking it a little bit. And, you know, and that's not surprising, right? You know, he's gone through what? A couple different coaching staffs in college. He's got an off-season guy he works with. He's got Tom Clements in his ear now after having Lugetsi in his ear at first. Um, now he's got Matt. You know, it's there's a lot of voices, a lot of people telling him things, which are all probably very obviously well-intentioned, very learned, good advice, no doubt. But I do think you pile all those opinions up and all that advice up and you kind of blo- get blocked a little bit and you start think overthinking it. And, yeah, I think Matt's advice is sound. Just get the top of your drop. You see him open, just let it rip. You know, and I think that will come. <laughs> Johnny, I am a gambling man, but I am also frequently a losing man. Well, you see, this is why I'm not. A gambling man. Uh, Jason says, everyone needs to relax. Jordan Love will be fine. Everyone gave Favre and Rodgers a chance. Now it's time to give Jordan Love a chance. In my Aaron Rodgers voice, R-E-L-A-X. I'm with you, Jason. I do. I understand, like, we're in a very different media environment for Jordan than we were with Aaron, especially with Brett. You know, it's like every single play is overanalyzed and completely torn apart. And like, this is a condemnation or this is an affirmation or it's like, no, just that's why I keep saying, can we let the year play out and then look at the body of work? Because I think at the end of the year, it looks like to my eyes that like we're seeing growth and hopefully that continues. And at the end of the season, we can look back at the entirety of the year, see what he has to work on, see where he's, you know, in probably enjoying a little success where he's struggling, where he needs to work. They'll give him the off season. They'll have a couple more pieces on offense and then away they go in year two. Cause I think that's, what's going to happen now. Of course, lots to play out yet, but that's how I see it. <laughs> Brandy, everyone with an internet connection now has a voice. It's true. I mean, there are good parts for that and there are bad parts, right? I think most people just have to have a discerning view of how they're consuming it you know or maybe more a little more discerning that would be my advice but yeah i don't think that's a bad thing i get it man express yourself especially if you're a fan like this is not your job you know you're a fan be a fan it's okay to express yourself i get that now not everyone's going to agree with what you're expressing all the time but i think that's fine All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 